Happy Holy. Spring 2021, a year that we will remember as a year with a COVID pandemic. But you cannot stop spring and you cannot stop the Holy Festival of Colors. And in this podcast, you cannot stop Limi Kalapurachal and Karishmavich. Blue is song, yellow is music, green is dance, red is beauty, white is peace and pink is for joy. With this colorful coat, your host and those Karishma and Limi welcome you all to our holy special show only on Radio for Brainport. Holi? Holi is a colorful Hindu festival celebrated annually around the month of March and in combination of Spring Festival. It is celebrated in almost all of India and by all Hindus around the world. Over to you, Limi. Yeah, so as you heard, Holi is the nearest celebration according to the Hindu calendar. But this, this is not just limited to Hindus only, of course. It's a, it's a celebration for all of India, everyone living in India as well as outside. It festival, this festival marks the end of winter and the beginning of spring. Before we introduce you to our tonight's guest, we would like to tell you a little bit about the significance of the celebration, because many of you might not know much about Holi. So here we go. Although in the Netherlands it may not be the perfect time for a good harvest, in India this is around the time of the year where farmers celebrate their good harvest. So this festival is especially important for the farmers in India. Over to you, Carrie. Yeah, thanks, Limi. Holy celebrations begin the night before, when bonfires are lit to cleanse the air of evil spirits and to celebrate to the death of the evil demon, Holika after whom the festival is named. Last but not the least, this festival symbolizes the victory of good over evil, of light over darkness, and of knowledge over ignorance. Let's do some fun gupshup and let's welcome our guest, Prachi Agarwal, who's the founder of Holy Fusion Festival, and our dear Roshni, who's the president of Indian Students Association, Eindhoven. Welcome to our show, Prachi and Roshni. Hi. So, hi. hi. <laughs> so, Prachi, Holi takes me back to my childhood memories. Spraying colors, watercolors, putting colors on each other, then eating lots and lots of delicious sweets. How do you associate Holi with your childhood memories? Well, I associate Holi with a lot of colors. And going back to my childhood days, I just remember uh, hopping on, hopping off at friends' places, just uh, without any information, throwing colors, uh, uh, throwing the water balloons on them, and uh, just having a lot of sweets and just running away and going to the neighbors' houses and just uh, fill them with colors and just get ourselves drowned in colors. So, yes, it's... Uh, it's one of the most marvelous experiences we had once a year. A lot of fun, isn't it? A lot of fun, yes. Yeah. Fun what about you, Roshni? Well, I'm uh, from uh, south of India, that's Karnataka. And we don't really uh, play with colors as such. Of course, we did it uh, because everyone else is doing it. But traditionally, uh, we would have like a 
the, obviously at the harvest festival we would have um, a nice puja at home that's like prayers offered to gods and goddesses and um, it, it was like I remember it from my childhood as just like a nice quiet day with my family where we would all dress up for no reason and do uh, puja we would uh, eat yummy prasad uh, like laddus and all kinds of sweet there is so uh, I, I remember it as a quiet time with my family which I certainly miss Wow. So I remember it as, you know, having a lot of fun and mischief and putting colors and dancing on holy numbers. Prachi remembers it the same. And Roshni remembers it as, you know, a quiet time and spending time with family. Right? Yeah. Sweet time, a lot of sweets. <laughs> yeah. That one's common. Yeah. That, but how yeah. is it happen now, actually, Roshni, with the student association here now? Do you guys still do some celebrations with friends, for example? Because I know there are a lot of Indian students in Eindhoven. How does it look there? Well, uh, last year, okay, I would say uh, 2019, we had a really nice uh, grand celebration for Diwali. And uh, we have hopes of uh, having in-person events again. But obviously, right now, we mostly celebrate it, uh, if anything, online. Uh, and that's about how much we have planned. And the future is unpredictable with this, you know. So we're looking, hopefully, for have, having an in-person event for Holi. Actually, we have uh, uh, Prachi with us, who has actually coined uh, uh, Holi Fusion Festival. So uh, Prachi is the one who has who has coined the idea of Holi Fusion Festival here in Eindhoven. So tell us, how was Holi Fusion born? Over to you, Prachi. Well, it's quite an interesting story. Actually, I started my small company uh, who used to organize the smaller Indian events here in Eindhoven. And uh, through that, I got the opportunity to organize Asia Week and take care of the Indian events part in Eindhoven. And uh, during that one week, uh, I also had the opportunity to make to call, collaborate with the Technical University of Eindhoven student, Rajiv uh, uh, Himani. And we met and uh, we had organized Holi in the Technical University as one of the event. And uh, that was loved by everyone. So a lot of students came in and they just, just loved the colors. And that gave uh, me an idea that yes, we can do something much bigger uh, on Holi. And uh, that is how we thought of uh, bringing the Indian colors, the Indian festival to the Netherlands, which is very popular of organizing the most, uh, most bigger uh, festivals in uh, Netherlands. So festivals are a very important part of Netherlands. So we thought, why not co collaborate the main colorful Indian festival? Indian festival, yeah. Something to play with. And uh, let's come up with uh, something that can uh, fuse the cul Indian culture and the Dutch culture as well. Mm. So that was the idea behind Holy Fusion. And we thought then we are fusing two cultures together. Let's give it a term and to the event and we called it Holy Fusion. Is it celebrated by all the nationalities or only by internationals from India? No, it, uh, the first time we had organized was in 2014 and in Carpendogs Plus, which was given to us by Gimante to organize this festival. And we had almost 6,000 people across uh, wow. the Netherlands. And uh, most of the Dutch students were there. And it is the only family festival 
where kids also come the uh, people aging 60 70 also come and join together with us to play holi and uh, not just in netherlands but uh, we also do it in torino italy and in maastricht in nijmegen we have organized and we had got a huge amount of response from the people and people who came for holi fusion uh, we are very glad that everyone who went after the festival were very happy about the whole concept of playing with the colors along with the dj's uh, uh, for example la fuente is one of the most popular dj's he was there we had all, uh, called on the bollywood dj's as well who used to play the bollywood songs we used to have the bhangra group bhangra group wow bhangra group, which is the punjabi uh, dance form of uh, india very famous very popular so we had managed to collaborate uh, the dutch concept of having fun along with the indian taste to it to <laughs> it so yeah, yeah. you know so it's really interesting yeah yeah so yeah sorry no i wanted to tell uh, about you only limi uh, let me take that uh, opportunity you know prachi limi celebrated uh, her first holi on holi fusion festival yes. wow and and my only holi actually that's the first and last i ever celebrated holi <laughs> oh i'm so glad sorry I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, I really liked it. I really, really liked it. And like talking about nationalities, like I went with one Malaysian friend, one Chinese friend, and one Serbian friend. So it's not just Indians for all the listeners there. It's really, yeah. it was really a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't get to go the years afterwards, but it was really, it was really fun that time. And I mean, I don't really know how it's celebrated in India. So because the years I've lived in India, I lived in Kerala in the south. So as Roshni also mentioned, I think in the south it's not celebrated that much, right? Roshni, yeah. where, where did you live before? Where did you live instead of India? Uh, I actually lived in uh, Muscat, Oman, right before this. That's in the GCC. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a it's a Muslim country. They don't really celebrate uh, Holi, so yeah. we never really had the opportunity. But you didn't have like a secret family sort of. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. We did. Seven four seven, lady of a brain bolt. Karishma, Limi, Roshni and Prachi are guests and hosts in this special show approaching the Holi Festival, the Spring Festival. Yeah, so we're back on air with our wonderful guests here. So now we've heard a little bit about how Holi Fusion is celebrated here in Eindhoven. But of course, we have a lot of listeners who are still students here. And let's see how they live their lives here in Eindhoven, how it is for Indians to come to Eindhoven and how... What they, if they have a community here? And for that, we have the president of the Indian Student Association of Eindhoven, Roshni here. Roshni, could you just introduce to us what Indian Students Association of Eindhoven is? And so uh, the Indian Students Association is actually a formal association only since uh, this academic year. Uh, previously, we would organize one event in a year, uh, but it was never really registered. It was not really an association. Uh, with the one singular event used to be the grand one. It used to be Diwali. We would have uh, performances. We would have a catering service. Um, there would be all kinds of performances, like dance, music, and every the band, all of that. We had even the ambassador of India as our guest uh, to, uh, in the in 2019. Uh, but this year, uh, we are planning to have a lot more events. Uh, we had one uh, big one where we did have performances and uh, we introduced uh, a lot more new students uh, who came in to the older ones. 
we had a nice get together online and uh, we are looking to do that uh, with many more events in the future we're planning some small scale events some uh, art competitions say just to increase uh, the connectivity between people uh, between the new indian students especially during the pandemic where you can't meet new people really uh, we just want everyone to feel included we want to be a community we want to be a family and uh, that's basically what the indian association does here I think that's beautiful. I wanna, I wanna like sort of take up on that point of you know bringing inclusivity and bringing, making them feel at home sort of in Eindhoven. Yeah. How do, how was it personally for you, if I may ask, when you moved to Eindhoven? Because you know it's it's a first time living alone, I I suppose, right? Yeah. 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 First time living alone, and yeah, how was it for you to move to Eindhoven? Uh, <laughs> I think uh, it was uh, every Indian mother's nightmare. <laughs> huh. I was too young <laughs> to be here. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I honestly, I think um, I got lucky in the sense that I am just a very social person. Uh, I just talk to anyone and everyone. But yeah. I, uh, we realized that it's not the same for a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I just as soon as I came in, I, it was easier for me to make friends. It's easier to get closer to people. And now that's what we try to perpetuate with uh, our association right now. We want people to have the same experiences that we did when we could meet people in person. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Recently, also we were talking to you know like some um, some students as well who were on our show as well who were talking about how it is difficult being a student in these times. We also had a professor I think a few weeks ago mm-hmm. who was talking about how it's difficult to teach in these yeah. times. So, yeah, yeah. Even being being students is difficult. Yeah, because then you can't meet your friends. You can't uh, meet in person. And you just have to uh, can, can kind of attend online, um, uh, you know, classes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I can imagine, like, uh, for the students, most of our interaction when we would go to the campus is when you're sitting in the lecture hall, not really paying attention, just talking, you know. And now we don't have all of that. We it's uh, just sitting all alone in your room, which uh, it takes like a toll on the mental health of people. And uh, we're hoping. Uh, if uh, the Netherlands manages to contain uh, the virus, as uh, John Paul told us in the beginning of the program, that that's not happening. But we yeah. hope it happens sometime soon. Uh, yeah. That happens. And I can imagine for professors, it's even worse because they're trying to teach and then there's not much uh, response. The video cameras are off and there's like no connectivity. And yeah, it's just a terrible situation for everyone all around. We but hope changes <laughs> And you know, today with our colorful holy show, yeah, it's going to bring colors uh, virtually to each and everyone who's actually listening to the show. And um, absolutely, we are so you know, people can't see us, but we are all dressed up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we are all dressed Mark, up for this perfect. holy show. So coming back to holy uh, fun fact, I would like to share before we go on and listen to another peppy number. UP, in UP, that's the largest, I'm sure Prachi knows what I'm going to talk about, largest state of India. You know, the name of this festival there is called Latmar Holi. And you will find this little quirky way to celebrate Holi, wherein women run after men with cans and playfully hit them during this celebration. And men come prepared with a shield. Prachi uh, Agarwal is from the city of Lakes, Udaipur, which is also referred to as the Venice of India. 
labels the the most romantic spot on the continent of India by British administrator James Todd. Prachi, please tell us the key highlights of Holi celebration in Udaipur. Well, yes, I do come from Udaipur, uh, and the state of where I come from is called Rajasthan, so land of the kings. It's called. So it uh, is basically two days festival in Udaipur. So it starts from the royal palace uh, that is called the city palace of Udaipur, where the royals uh, kick in the new year with the bonfire uh, on the first day, and the second day it starts with the cocktails and the dinners. and the elephants the camels are basically ornamented uh, specially decorated for uh, holi and uh, the last day it's like uh, the magnificent fireworks are there and uh, the second day the locals and the tourists they rejoice holi by playing holi the entire day so yes in the royal palace it's uh, quite different with lot of celebrations lot of decoration and uh, just the royal touch of celebrating holi uh, yes that is how we celebrate holi in udaipur so it's basically every state of india has a different name for um, this festival and yes. this is celebrated in different way every yes. almost every state of india like in yes. goa it's called shigmo and they celebrate it uh, you know it's kind of a carnival like we, in netherlands we have carnival but the story behind it is the same for every state I mean, of course it's same same story right yeah yes okay. yes yeah, yeah. two day festival one is uh, you know a bonfire and a victory of uh, good over evil and second day is dance colors and sweets <laughs> it's interesting that you compare it to carnival which uh, traditionally in the culture here it is the period before easton the six weeks before uh, easton which is uh, the lent period a period of fasting and this was the last chance to uh, enjoy to drink alcohol or to eat and so on eh? is there any connotation of the holy festival with a fasting period like uh, we also have the ramadan in the muslim culture we have the fasting and the uh, in the christian culture uh, as far as i know fasting on holy i have never heard and i've never uh, read about it i don't know about prachi if you know about it it's all about eating and drinking and having fun <laughs> so you have and the, for me for me it's dancing you have the yeah. fun but you do relate it to spring and to good harvests yes it's related to spring and good harvest farmers celebrate their good harvest because it's the beginning it's the beginning of spring and uh, uh, you know the end of winters and that's presumably also why the colors come in eh? why the, the the spring all the flowers that, uh, that 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 come up and i guess that is an easy uh, connotation that uh, you will have with that what i always noticed with carnival that foreigners think everyone just goes crazy and everything goes that is also the way the people in the north of the netherlands think about carnival that it is just about drinking although we had a podcast about carnival as well with peter simons coming from the south there is a lot of culture behind it a lot of preparation behind it um there are these parades of of course that are prepared with with, with great care it is not all about just having fun and going on the lows yeah yeah 
Is Absolutely. It, is that also Although, a kind of misperception that you want to teach the foreigners who may misperceive this as, I can just throw water on everyone? <laughs> Rachi, would you like to answer that? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not only like throwing water, uh, Paul. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, uh, sending good wishes through different, different colors mm -hmm. is the message. And the whole idea of Holi is basically uh, there's, there, there's no uh, specific uh, color is there. So nobody's black, nobody's white. Everybody is just in the same colors. So everybody... No discrimination. No discrimination is there. So we all belong to uh, the same uh, aspect of uh, being human. Yeah. Uh, and just color yourself in different colors and just be alike, look alike. It celebrates the uniqueness and relevance of each tradition, giving a sense of pride and teaching us the importance of overcoming evil with good. That's, that's I think, very much a relation with Carnival. Here in Brabant, it, it's uh, quite custom that you dress up as a farmer, as a peasant. Everyone is the same and everyone is poor, but nonetheless, everyone can have fun in life and can enjoy. Whereas in the southern part, you basically dress up in a very fancy way. You become a princess. So it's uh, <laughs> changing uh, yourself into a dream. I, if I listen to you, those aspects are also to some extent in the Holy Festival. Yes, absolutely. If because, I, you know, if uh, I, you, uh, uh, it's di different in different parts of the country. The name of this festival is also different. And the way they celebrate is also uh, different. So color, food, fun, music, you shake them all together and you get <laughs> the ingredients of Holi. Go ahead, go ahead Roshni. Roshni yeah. So uh, typically Holi is like the triumph of good over evil. Uh, there is like actually a very nice story, which I'm not too familiar with, uh, about like as the reasoning uh, behind why Holi is celebrated. And uh, if you see India and it's like uh, traditions and just if you go back generations, in every family, you will see that there is uh, someone who is related with agriculture. Either they were farmers themselves, they were uh, invested in agriculture. They, it's the land of India is an agricultural land. So you, and if it's a farmers festival, then it's the whole country's festival. So you know, in that aspect, I think that it uh, unifies all of us in a way, and it makes all of us equal. Nobody's higher than the other. So. But so interesting. It's such a diverse country with so many different states, so many different languages, so many different food types. I mean, even I think all four of us, like we're originally from India, at least. Yeah. I think we all four are even like from different states, if I'm not wrong. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's quite interesting. Yeah. You connected very much to farmers' families. Is that also a cultural thing that is felt among students who do higher education and come to foreign countries? Um. I wouldn't say that uh, they are very much connected in that way. Uh, like I don't think uh, all of us really uh, think about it actively, but I'm sure that every single person realizes that you know uh, farmers and uh, agriculturists in our country are some of the most important professions. Uh, and yeah, especially now with the whole situation, right? With the whole farmers strike yeah. and everything, it's even more out there. Yeah. Yeah, I think everyone empathizes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Paul, have you celebrated Holi? 
Me, myself, no. Yeah, but I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I'm getting curious about whether I should. And <laughs> it's really a pity that it is Corona time. If I see the pictures that you are sharing about all these colorful events, I think it must really be uh, be fun to uh, to, to fun. celebrate. Yeah, <laughs> yes. In in fact, you know, once this Corona thing is over, Prachi can uh, actually hold this holy fusion again. And Paul, Limi, all of us, Roshni and Stephen, we can all, uh, you know, uh, celebrate this festival together. Seven four seven radio for Brainport, the expert station. The community from India is active in the Eindhoven region. At least we have four ladies from this community. Uh, probably I would want to again share one fun, one fact uh, about uh, the holy songs we were listening. The first Bollywood holy song was produced in the era 1950s and 60s. And the iconic element is when the female-led performed for both male and female in that song. So coming back to uh, Prachi. Prachi, what about uh, the other organizations? Uh, you know, do you have, do you do any other festivals uh, here in Eindhoven? And do you have any other um, communities? Yes, we do have a, a very big community here that is called Indo-Dutch Association in Eindhoven who celebrates uh, the biggest festival they celebrate is the Diwali festival in the International School of Eindhoven and around 350-400 people come to attend that. Uh, but on Holi, that is uh, on in March, Indo-Dutch Association organizes a thing called Havan. We call it Havan or the bonfire that we do. And by lighting the fire, we uh, just uh, try to burn all the evil so that the goodness can triumph. And uh, then after the havan, after uh, lighting the bonfire, we do play with the colors within the family. And it is generally being organized in the Shiv temple in Eindhoven. So yes, uh, the havan happens and I think that's very auspicious uh, kind to um, uh, have holy here in Eindhoven. Oh, so uh, Roshni, have you heard about the Indo-Dutch celebrating Diwali uh, uh, here in Eindhoven? Actually, no. This is the first time I'm hearing about it, which is a pity. I would have loved to attend one of those events. So as soon as things open up, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> no, never too late. <laughs> yeah. yeah but when you say Indo-Dutch, does that mean like it's like a community of both Dutch people and Indians or? Yeah, the idea is the Indians in Netherlands, mm -hmm. uh, but also the Dutch can come and enjoy the Indian celebrities. So yes, it's basically called Indo-Dutch, which is the uh, bringing the Indo and the Dutch people closer to each other. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful, yeah. If I look into the the Indian community in the Netherlands or worldwide, usually that is uh, a community that is integrating and that is merging with the, the local communities a lot. Does that have something to do with the culture and the way that uh, the country was related to the United Kingdom? I, I see other communities that are much more closed and just working together, but from... People from India, I always notice that they go out and they want to meet the other cultures and join in, 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 in joint events. Rachi, would you like to answer that? 
Uh, yeah, I think uh, Indians are quite diverse in that uh, sense. We really like to meet people. Like Roshni said, she's quite social. And I think most of the Indians I associate myself with are quite social in that terms. Uh, we would like to know about the culture, uh, uh, the Dutch culture. And uh, we are very happy and very keen to tell about our own culture. Our own culture, yeah. Culture, uh, and I think it's the perfect uh, way to be here. And in that sense, I really appreciate the Dutch people. They are quite open to different cultures. That's why we see so many different communities, so many different nationalities in such a small place like Eindhoven. And uh, they are uh, quite open to all the cultures. And especially being an Indian, I never felt outsider here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's good to hear. When you talk about the Indian culture, is there one single common Indian culture? Because I already hear differences. So it could be that already in your country you're used to multiple cultures and that's a mixing pot anyhow. There are different religions, I agree, but the, the base of uh, the Indian culture is the same. So, yeah, we are uh, quite hospitable. We really like to meet people and uh, we are quite open to everything that is uh, there. So that is why if you see in India, being such a big country, you can see so many religions living uh, together. Together as one, yeah. As yeah. one. Yeah. All the cultures coming together. Now, Skype may f- may make life a little bit easier for me because Prachi and Karishma are up on my screen coming from the north, if I remember correctly, and Limi and Roshni are uh, <laughs> below, so coming from the south. Uh, are, are there different uh, ways that people feel like people in the south of the Netherlands already have a somewhat different mentality as people from the north? How would you I characterize the two ladies above you on my screen from the north? <laughs> I will, I will give this also to Roshni. Do you want to take this over, Roshni? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, so the I would say that the no, I think more than anything, it's uh, the languages in the north as compared to the south are completely different. Like the letters we use to write those languages are also different. You know, so it's like there is a sort of a language barrier when you go from south all the way to the north. Uh, but I would say, like, in the end, if especially if you're uh, outside of India, uh, none of that really matters. You know, yeah. you find another Indian person and they're already family. So <laughs> that is one really good thing. And uh, especially now, you know, that the cricket season is going on. Indians are like one. <laughs> they're inseparable. So yeah. it's yeah. things like that. So I think Indians are really... Sorry, go on, go on. Yeah, so I was just saying, in the regardless of the diversity that makes the country so rich, we really are just the same. <laughs> yeah, I think it's quite quite interesting because once you move out of India, like you were saying, Roshni, yeah. it's like, okay, it doesn't really matter, you know, like we're all Indians, we're just the same. Yeah. But I sometimes feel like when you're in India, you're like, oh, he's from yeah. South or he's from North, and there's like this difference a little bit more. It's a bit more evident. Yeah, so it's, yeah. Quite, it's quite interesting. Yeah, as soon as you have like, more people you can relate to, maybe a psychological theory for that, I don't know. But maybe like when you have more people are from your own community, you feel more connected. And then when there's some other people who are minority, you feel less connected, I don't know. But yeah, it's yeah. so quite interesting. But in the end of course, food, think, even the food, you know, yeah. you can enjoy North Indian food, South Indian food. It's yeah. like 
uh, you can really uh, dress up the way um, we dress up is also uh, different and uh, nice and you the food we enjoy uh, north indian food especially i i love um, all <laughs> kind of uh, food yeah. <laughs> but you may back yes paul Well, talking about the food, of course, I was very interested whether there was anything specific like um, we do have very special Dutch dishes around uh, the New Year's Eve. The Oli Bolland, for instance, we do have dumplings when there is Chinese New Year. What is the thing of the Holy Festival? This question I would love to answer, but I have my guests on my show. So please, uh, Prachi and Roshni, go ahead with this question. Well, I know the sweet specific for the uh, in Karnataka, which is actually uh, this thing called hobbattu, which is like um, a paratha or like a flat bread you make with jaggery. So it, that's I I only know that one. I don't know what's the common one in all of India, really. Well, for the holy, we make this uh, really special sweet that is called gujia. Gujia, yes. And that is made of a flour, and we put coconut in it, and uh, it looks like uh, half moon. So yeah. with the design on the, uh, the design on the edge, on the edge, yeah. So is that's right. Really loved by all. Sorry, Amy. It's fried, or it's fried. It's fried. It's fried. Yes. All delicious things are fried. <laughs> I would say welcome to the Netherlands. We also fry a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Right place. But it is fried and sweet, or fried and sweet. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Have you tried any of these? Interesting combinations. I must admit that I did not try. No. Um, but I, 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 when I was doing my PhD myself, one of my PhD supervisors was from India and one day I was uh, um, invited to his home and I knew he was vegetarian and he also always took a very tiny lunch. So I got this filled potato with delicious kind of things and uh, when we tried one he asked me, do you want to try another one? And I was a bit careful because I was afraid that that was the only thing that I would get. It was delicious. But after a while, he just asked me, so shall we go to the table? And uh, uh, there was a lot of different dishes. So the variety is uh, was tremendous. And uh, I must admit that I like all these tastes and the combinations about it. I, I do believe that possibly also in Eindhoven, you can find most of the ingredients to uh, to prepare the dishes in the way that you like. Or do you have to import it every time you fly back and forth to India. No, no, I think we can uh, get everything now. Um, right, Prachi? Almost everything we can get here now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I would like to mention that I'm getting uh, all those uh, good, uh, you know, uh, comments about our uh, radio for Brainport Holy show. And people are actually listening and enjoying this show. And I'm also getting this, you know, um, uh, Gujia is called puff pastry by my husband. He just sent me that message. <laughs> Over to you, Limi. Yeah, so now just to sort of wrap it up for our listeners. We all know that this year, Holy Fusion or the Sun Association can't really organize anything due to the current circumstances. So how are you guys planning to celebrate Holy? Maybe Prachi, you want to go first? Uh, yeah, actually this time, unfortunately, we won't be together. But we will be celebrating Holy virtually. And oh. I personally would like to give one message to everyone, whoever is listening to the show. 
that uh, we believe and we say in Sanskrit a term called Vasudev Kutumkam that means one uh, world is one big family. And uh, hoping that this time uh, with Holi, uh, all the evil is destroyed, that is coronavirus for us. And may this year brings uh, closeness to everyone. And with the vaccinations rolling on, uh, I really wish and pray that this time now the goodness will win and we all can meet together. And uh, next time we celebrate Holi uh, in a much larger uh, scale with everyone together putting colors. And uh, yes, only the good uh, will win. And uh, yes. So I, will, I would like to pray for Holi this time for the entire world. Thank you. I think we all appreciate that. Roshni, what about you? So, uh, well, like I said, uh, my celebration of Holi typically when I was at home was staying at home, uh, you know, quietly doing some puja, having uh, just spending time with my family. It's the same thing now, right, <laughs> for me, yeah. uh, except it's now with my family. I'm going to spend it uh, hopefully with some of my friends. We get together, play some Bollywood music and uh, just relax for a bit, I think. And uh, as the president of uh, Indian Student Association, I hope uh, we can put up something nice uh, for Holi. And uh, we have uh, a great time. Bright colors, water balloons, lavish gujiyas and melodious songs are the ingredients of perfect Holi. Wishing you all a very happy and colorful Holi. Nice words to finalize this program on the Holi Festival, the Spring Festival, the Festival of Colors. A program on Radio for Brainport, produced by Krishmavich and Limi Karapuracha.